Good morning, Christian America. Welcome to the podcast. It is Focus on the Family Friday. This Friday, we're coming to you to talk to you specifically how you, as an adult in the Christian American community, you, as a leader in the Christian American community, you, as a leader within your own family and communities, are local to you, that how you can arm yourself, equip yourself, prepare yourself. For any of the evil things that come your way, prepare yourself and your family for all the evil things that are going to come at them in a variety of different places. We're going to talk about that today as we focus on the family. So let's get it started. Good morning, Christian America. Good morning, Christian America. Welcome to the podcast. Eddie here with the Christian American Community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company, as always. Coming to you this Friday like we come to you every Friday. Focus on the family. Focus on the next generation. Focus on those closest to you, on closest to us as a community. Focus on the people that you have the greatest influence over. It's extremely important within our community, in our country, in our society, in our the world in which we inhabit today it's imperative that christian american adults people that put christ first put the love of their country second uh lead the way lead the way in this fight in this fight for life in this fight for values in this in this fight for family in this fight for our children literally our children's lives are at stake and i don't mean that in the in the literary sense or the uh, theological sense, although that is true uh, as well. I mean, literally, the the unborn children in our society, in our country, today are at a greater risk than they've ever been. We have mass-murdered a generation of young people over the last 60 years. We have massacred a generation of over 60 million children. 60 million children over the past 60 years through abortion. Our children's future is literally at stake. The good news, well there's plenty of good news. The ultimate good news is that Christ is among us. Christ is going to lead us back to the promised land. Christ is going to inspire us. He's going to inspire our actions. He's going to inspire our thoughts. He's going to inspire our words and our hands and our feet to do the works that he put us that he put us here to do. Those works that he placed in advance for us. Those ideas that he's that he's sown the seeds within our hearts, within our minds to go out and act them out in the world and do his work and do his will do what needs to be done do what is right do what is right to get us and our families and our communities and our country on the narrow path to life and avoid the wide path the wide road of destruction That's what we want to talk about here today. It's the Christian American leadership. It's the Christian American adults. It's 
Christian Americans out there, it's, it's the population that's watching this podcast, which is growing, by the way. We got over 6,000 followers, uh, and, and we've gotten over 5,000 probably in the last year or so. So the movement is real. The engagement is real. The ideas are real. They are purposeful. What it tells us, it tells us that we are not alone. If you're watching this podcast, if you're listening to this podcast, you are not alone. We are not alone. There are thousands and hopefully millions of Christian Americans out there that want to get on board with the Christian American community, that want to speak loudly and speak boldly the way Christ inspired uh, the original apostles to speak out against the leadership, the corrupt leadership of this world. Those who don't take the letter nor the spirit of the law into account in their daily lives, in their daily actions, but most importantly, how they impose those anti-Christian views, those anti-Christian ideals upon us, upon the Christian American community, upon our children, upon their education, upon their higher education. It their their ways of infiltration are numerous they come through the airwaves they come through the internet they come through our television sets they come through our uh, tablets and our smartphones the devil and his ideas don't take the day off they're constantly at the throats of our families and so today this Friday We want to remind you guys that it is your responsibility as a Christian American adult, as a parent, if you are a parent, or just an adult uh, who puts their faith in Christ, who puts their love in this country, that if we want to see this country grow, if we want to see it turn back towards Christ, if we want to see and reap the benefits not for ourselves but for our brothers and sisters and for our children and our children's children's the generations to come if we want to see them prosper if we want to see them act good in the community if we want to see them build relationships and to love one another and to be more peaceful and compassionate and Christ-filled and do the right things and live the right lives, lives of purpose, lives of meaning, lives of abundance. If we want to see that, my friends, we have to take action. My friends, we have to be involved in our children's lives. We can't turn our children away for two hours, four hours, six hours, eight hours, 10 hours, 12 hours a day, where we don't know what they're doing, where we don't know what they're learning, when we don't know what habits they're picking up on, when we don't know what ideas are being uh, infiltrated, that are being propagated to our children. If we don't know these things, we can't simply turn a blind eye to the evils and the evil ideas of this world that we see each and every day. I'm not saying anything that you don't already know. If you got eyes and you have ears and you watch TV and you listen to the news and you check out social media, you'll see the ridiculousness of the world. You'll see the uh, almost 
unbelievable, incomprehensible ideas that are floated and tossed out to our children, that are promoted to our children. They are everywhere. Now, what do we do about that? What can we do about that? My friends, the first place we need to start, the first place you should start is in the scripture. You start in the scripture so that you can be equipped with the tools necessary when you can be equipped with the words necessary to tackle the problems that come your way, that tackle the problems that come towards your family and your children and those closest to you. So you understand that nothing that we see today is that new. Nothing that we see today is that new. It's all been here before. We've seen immorality before. Paul talks about it extensively in Romans. He talks about it extensively when he says that good will be called evil and evil will be called good. And we see that today. He talks about it extensively. Scripture talks about it over and over again as the ancient Israelites turn away from God. They have a cycle of turning towards God and he building them up and he builds them up into a great nation, to a strong nation. He gives them land. He gives them uh, 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 cattle. He gives them prosperity and they sacrifice to him. They suffer for him. And he, he pulls them out of whatever situation, whatever catastrophe that they're in. And, and things are great. And then they live in that greatness for, for a period of time. But as time goes by and things get better, as progress is attained, earthly progress is attained, the people forget. New generations come up and they circulate and the new generations take their gifts for granted and when they take their gifts that God has given them for granted they start to believe generation after generation they start to believe that they did it themselves that they were the ones that that graced themselves in this prosperity it was their ideas it was their buildings it was their governments it was their their businesses that succeeded it's their crops the way they they were smart enough to know when to plant and when not to plant and to when to harvest and when not to harvest and what to charge and what not to charge and they and they lose their humility they lose their humbleness they lose their vision of what god has done for them and over and over throughout the scriptures as this takes place God's wrath comes back down upon them in a variety of forms it takes shape in a variety of forms if you go back to Noah it takes shape in the flood in which God floods the world and they rebuild and then later on it takes shape in the Assyrians that attack Israel and enslave them. And then later in, in, in different contexts, it takes shape in the Egyptians 
who oppress the ancient Hebrews. And Moses has to encounter God. And God says, I hear them. I hear my people crying out for me and I pity them. I will release their bondage. I will remove them from their bondage. And he sends Moses to go do that. We know that story. And then when times get tough again, they turn away. They turn away from Christ or they turn away from God over and over and calamity ensues and the uh, the destruction comes in a variety of different forms, but it comes nonetheless because when you lose sight of God, you lose focus on what's right. You start to uh, lose the humility that you should have. You lose the fear of God. And when you lose the fear of God and you fail to acknowledge God, calamity ensues. When you're put to the test, you are not able to overcome that test without God. And you become enslaved. You become, you get, you get placed in bondage over and over again and my friends in 2019 in the united states of america the greatest nation in the history of the earth with more power and more might and more abundance and more quote-unquote intellect more technology than it's ever been assembled why are we killing ourselves why are we committing suicide at record levels? Why are we killing our children by the tens of millions since Roe versus Wade? Why are we criminalizing, essentially criminalizing Christianity? Why are we standing by and doing nothing while Christians are being persecuted worldwide? Why? Are we getting rid of, systematically getting rid of the nuclear family? Why are we getting rid of the traditions that God has given us, that scripture and the Bible give us in, or, in, in order how to form ourselves, in order to form, in order how to form our families, our communities, our country? We're getting rid of those standards. We're ignoring those lessons. Just like the ancient Israelites. The good news is that God always brings the believers back to prosperity. The problem for you and I is that sometimes that takes hundreds and hundreds of years when the ancient Hebrews turned their back on God and were enslaved in Egypt yes God delivered them but after 500 years my friends 500 years and the average lifespan was probably what 40 so 
10, 15 generations of enslavement, of hardship, of being whipped and beaten. 15 generations. Is that what you want for your children? Is that what you want for your grandchildren and their children and their children and their children and 10 more times down the road? Unless that is what you want for the future of our country, if that's what you want for the future of your family, my friends, we need to act today. You, me, our neighbors, our friends, our co-workers, we need to speak up and to stand up for what we know is right. We need to stand up for life. We need to stand up for marriage. We need to stand up for values. We need to stand up for religious liberty. We need to stand up for Christ. Put the full armor of God, as Paul says in Ephesians, put the full armor of God to be able to stand up to the devil and his evil ways, his evil ideas, his evil intent. Recognize the temptations that are going to lead you to destruction, that are going to lead us to destruction. Understand the history of the biblical text. Understand what is right and what's wrong. Understand and think about why are the lessons that we need so much not being adhered to and who stands to benefit because of that. It's the people that lived in the here and the now. It's the people that live for the world and for their earthly things. They are the ones that are leading us down the wrong road. If you have a leader, if you have somebody that is in charge of your organization, whether it be a normal business, whether it be some kind of nonprofit institution, whether it be a religious order, whether it be a church, to include a minister, a, a preacher, a priest, a deacon, whoever, whoever it is that leads whatever organization that you are a part of, you need to ensure that those individuals understand that there is one God and one Savior and through Him and only through Him can you reach eternity in the heavenly kingdom. The book says there will be many false prophets that have gone out into the world, but that you are to judge them by whether or not they acknowledge Jesus Christ come in the flesh. It's 1 John 3. If they acknowledge Jesus Christ come in the flesh and they acknowledge the word of the biblical text, if they acknowledge these things, then you can believe them but if they do not then they are false false teachers it says this is the spirit of the antichrist 
He goes on to say, you belong to God. You and I belong to God. And it is our duty as Christian Americans. It is our duty as leaders. It is our duty as adults. It is our duty as those who understand the truth to educate ourselves fully. If this was a war, if this was a war, would you only want one bullet? Would you only want half a magazine? Would you only want a helmet? Or would you want the full armor? Would you want a bulletproof vest? Would you want a helmet? Would you want a mask? Would you want gloves? Would you want boots to travel on? Would you want the full armor of God? I think the answer is pretty simple. And if the answer is that is that simple, then why don't we act in such a way? Why don't we arm ourselves? Not with all those things that I just mentioned, but arm ourselves with the word of God. Arm ourselves with his example so that we may lead others and teach others and train others, especially those most closest to us, especially those in our own households. With that, ladies and gentlemen, this weekend, go out into the world and do good things. Do good works. Live the life Christ commanded you to and bring those that are closest to you along with you. And as always, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, if you want to contribute to the Christian American cause, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. If you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, you can pick yourself up a premium cotton fitted, 100% cotton premium Christian American tee, just like the one that I have on. If you cannot see this, if you're on the audio podcast only, you know, I have a the signature Christian American flag that says unapologetically Christian American. Now, what does that mean? It means I do not apologize to anyone for my faith and my belief in Christ Almighty and my love for the United States of America. That's what it stands for. That's why I wear it. Uh, There is no mixing, mincing of words uh, about where my priorities are, where my allegiance lies. It is with Christ and it is with the country that I inhabit and that I love so much. You can also pick yourself up Christian American tank, uh, sweatshirts, hoodies. We got iPhone cases and we have coffee mugs. So if you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, you can pick yourself up a coffee mug just like the one I have here that says Christian American. Again, something that lets the people know that you put Christ first, that you put America on the list of your highest priorities that things that you care about and with that ladies and gentlemen go out into the world this weekend and do great things bring your family along with you stay on fire stay on fire for christ 
This is 2019. The world is at our fingertips, ladies and gentlemen. You can do anything that you want to. If you can do anything that you want to, if you could say anything that you want to, if you wanted to reach anybody that you wanted to, you have the ability to do that. Now that you do, what is it that you will say? What is it that you will do and who will you do it on behalf of? Are you going to do it on behalf of yourself or are you going to do something for Christ Almighty? And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you Monday uh, on the Good Morning Christian America podcast. Until then, good morning, Christian America.